BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat on the BetQL Audio Network. Sports bettors, are you ready? Download the PointsBet app now and use our promo code BetQL Daily to get two risk free bets up to $2,000. When you bet with PointsBet, you get faster bets, faster withdrawals, and faster rewards at your fingertips. Download the app now to experience this premium sports book for yourself. And don't forget to sign up with our promo code BetQL Daily to get two risk free bets up to $2,000. So, are you ready? T's and C's apply. Void where prohibited. Must be 21 plus. Gambling problem? Call 100 Gambler for crisis counseling and referral services. My name is Joe Ostrowski on Twitter at Joe0670. Ryan Horvat co-hosting today at Ryan Horvat. BetQL Daily, our uh, show Twitter account at BetQL Daily. All the links to the video clips and the interviews, uh, the various conversations, all right there at BetQL Daily on Twitter. Uh, Horvat, beginning of the show, you mentioned that you love this college basketball card. But as I'm sitting here looking at this NBA card, I told Eli, I'm like, we're going to need a little extra time here. Even though we have these postponements, San Antonio, Cleveland, Detroit, Dallas, Chicago, Charlotte, Chicago still playing tonight, by the way. Uh, We have all these postponements, but we still have 10 games going on tonight. So I have a feeling by, by the time we get through all 10 of these contests that you're going to have at least eight NBA bets. And it's only the morning. Probably most likely Joe right now. It's crazy, man, because like, you know, like the last three or four years, usually on these NBA cards, even if there's 10 games, even on an NBA Friday when there's 11 games, I'd walk away with like three or four bets. I don't know what it is about the prop market this season where I just awesome. love the props this year, man. I really do. And it's I, well, I think it's a lot of it has to do with nobody's playing any defense. So you're able to play a lot of these overs where I'm not having to play prop unders like I do every NFL Sunday. So I think that's had something to do with it. But yeah, I probably I expect to have probably eight or nine bets going tonight, even though right now I'm looking and I think I got like three or four that I've actually played. Uh, I, I like more props than sides and totals like looking at I feel like the market's kind of spot on tonight with some of these games, but we could take a look and kind of break these down. It usually is most nights a little inside baseball here. I don't know if you've had the, the same reaction, but um, I've noticed in the NBA this year and, you know, it's the first time I'm doing a daily sports betting show five days a week here, right. but. Uh, there, there are, it's not a lot of sports betting content earlier in the day that covers the prop market. And I don't know, maybe it's newer, better. Some of the novice people, it seemed they, they seem to be more interested in it. They're not betting. They're not doing max bets. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. and there aren't a lot of people covering it. And it's something that it, it's per, for the most part, it's match dependent. Uh, of course, blowouts c- come into play a little bit, but it's just another way to look at a game and in, in the fantasy football, fantasy, whatever, DFS, whatever sport you want to talk about, era that we're in, I think a lot of people love doing that. Yeah, and especially like in hoops, man, because backdoor covers, like college basketball, there's yeah. no, there's there's nothing worse. There's nothing worse than getting screwed like I did on Sunday where Wisconsin has a 15-point lead and then they get outscored in the second half by 20. Or even last night, you know, that Brooklyn game, that's a great example where I thought I had the right number with the Suns, thought I got ahead of it, and then they end up losing outright. But with the prop market, right, I, I actually try to get to these early in the morning because, you know, that's I feel oh. I've been getting my best numbers in the morning where, you know, especially like on these hardened assist totals, anything involving Draymond. Like I saw Draymond, luckily, rebounds and assists today. We're still at 15 and a half this morning. That's a beautiful thing. I keep expecting the market to adjust and that number to go up to like 17 and a half, 18 and a half. Where I don't think it's playable, but 15 and a half for assists and rebounds for Draymond staying consistent. That's a good thing to say. 
rarely do I see the market go against me when there's a play that we like in the morning, you know, um, or, or sometimes if you go back and you check everything late afternoon before the games tip off, uh, it's either the numbers moved or the juice is makes it unbettable. Right. Right. That's you the know? other thing. No, I know a couple of the things like I'm really big into Julius Randall props right now, like everybody else's, but they've yes. been those. Closer to tip-off, I've seen like minus 130s, minus 135s, especially yep. if you do want to play the points, rebounds, and assists uh, with Julius Randle, who continues to cash. I'm looking at this card tonight. I see the New York Knicks, Joe, and yeah. just I just get so excited, man. The Let, let's start there. Let's let's start there. We, we've got the Knicks as four-point favorites on the road at Orlando, total of 209 in a half. And I understand exactly uh, what you're saying with the Knicks. They're a slow-paced team. They're number four defensive efficiency. They've been an under team throughout the year. They're number one in the NBA to the under, 19 and 10 to the under. Uh, going up against Orlando, bottom three, bottom four in offensive efficiency. But Julius Randle, been on a tear, and that's exactly where I'm looking. When you look at uh, – so matchup-wise, when you look at the Orlando Magic and the number of times that they've given up season highs to the power forward position, it just really sets up like a big night for Randall. Uh, his props right now set at 23.5 points, 11.5 rebounds. If you go points and rebounds, 34.5. If you go PRA – uh, throw it all in in the wash. Points, rebounds, and assists. It's thirty nine and a half. I love the Randall props as well. I'd really do. I really do. And I also kind of like RJ Barrett a little bit tonight as well. I'm looking at PRA right now uh, on points bet. I could get the points and the rebounds around twenty and a half. I'm gonna wait a little bit and see if I could get PRA around like twenty three and a half. Like if you look at it. He had 22, 10, and 4 in the first meeting against Orlando back on January 18th. R.J. Barrett has. Uh, the Magic are beat up right now. He had 21, 6, and 3 against Atlanta the other night. He was crushing this total every single night, Joe. And then he had a mini shooting slump for four straight games where the numbers weren't really there. I think him and Randall both hit their PRA overs tonight. So if I could get that around 23 and a half, I really like RJ Barrett. Same thing with Draymond, same thing with the James Harden assists. Until Julius Randall fails me, which he hasn't this season, I'm going to continue to go back to his overs. I mean, if you look what he did against Atlanta when I had him the other night, he had 44 points. He did it on 63% field goal shooting. I also like his three-pointers every single night going over. If you could get that one and a half, even two and a half, he hit seven the other night. 53% he shot against Atlanta. And then I also, I wanted to get your thoughts on this because I kind of like the Knicks because Orlando is so beat up. I continue to go back to the Knicks. If they win tonight, they're actually at 500. I don't think this team has been 500 since like RJ Barrett and Emmanuel quickly were born, but the magic right now are terrible. They're one in four against the spread in their last five home games, one in five against the spread in their last six home games against a team that doesn't even have a winning record like the Knicks. You look at the Knicks, and they're 4-0 against the spread in their last four. They're playing their best basketball, and they're one of the better defensive teams in the league. Again, the Magic tonight will be without Aaron Gordon. Maybe if he's playing, maybe I don't trust this as much. But I do see 63% of the bets on New York with me. I think that's going to go up to 4.5, maybe even 5. Yeah. Um, do you think this is a trap tonight? Do you think maybe I should stay away from New York? I don't think it's a trap. It's just not the most appealing thing to me. Um, if anything, I'd look more to the total. At 209 and a half, but man, the Knicks are an under team so much. Do you think they're going to post quickly props? Because um, he in this matchup, he'd be set up to have a pretty good night against yeah. Orlando. I, I yeah. don't see anything posted yet. 
I have not either. I have not seen anything. Um, that's another thing that I would look for. Maybe his props. I was a little concerned with quickly Joe when they made uh when they picked up Derrick Rose that maybe right. he would steal some of those minutes, but that hasn't been the case. And I think if anything, like the Derrick Rose edition is going to be great for quickly and great for the young players, the RJ Barrett. I think that that's a good locker room presence, and I think him being on the floor is a good thing for the Knicks. You know, you look at that total man, and it is. So to are you thinking over because it's 209 and a half because it's so low? The only yeah, thing not, is the, probably they, not because the Knicks are, I, you know, I'm not doing the total. Knicks are yeah, just, they're just right. Yeah. Yeah. Good. To, good on defense. I'm staying away from the total. Uh, I'm going to be on the Randall props. That's going to be my play here. My okay. goodness, man. Uh, last month when they played Orlando, he was five for 19 from the field and he still had 21 and 17. Yeah, he had a big night, and so did R.J. Barrett. That's why yeah. I really like both of those guys tonight. What's, especially- what's your what's your favorite Randall one? My favorite Randall one tonight for me, you know, I was actually thinking rebounds. Like maybe maybe R.J. Barrett would handle the scoring load, and Randall would finish with like nineteen or twenty, and I would just miss out. I'm going to continue to go back to the points, though, man. He's I agree. I mean, he's the leading scorer. Uh, you know, Dylan just posted on here, Derek Rose over under 12 and a half points tonight. I don't think I like that. I could see Derek finishing with like 11, maybe 12 points. But with Randall, I think like you brought up, even if he has an off night, like let's say he goes like eight of 15 from the floor, he's still going to get to the foul line. He's still going to hit a couple threes. I expect him to hit at least two or three threes in this game. I like the points. I think he gets at least 23 even on a bad shooting night against this Orlando team, just because again, I mean, they're without what three or four guys again tonight. Orlando is so beat up. They're an easy yep. fade every single night. I just, the thing that concerns me is eventually I think that they maybe figure it out, but they got to get healthy first. So with no Aaron Gordon again tonight, I, th- I think the points I- I'm going to go with the points on Randall tonight. I I'm with you on the points. I might even, he's done it. he, I, well, he's done it before this year. And he's come real close, like an assist away a, a few times. Mm-hmm. I might put something on Randall triple double at twenty eight to one. I'm I, done I, with I, I, <laughs> I said little. I said dabble, dabble. Yeah. I'm not. Well, I'm not saying. I did. I did. I did fifty bucks last night on the Jokic triple double man because I did end up finding it at plus four fifty, and and it was just he. I mean the the usage. He has the ball in his hands every trip down the floor. But I knew I was screwed when he had 30 points in the first half. I said, instead of getting the triple-double tonight, he's going to go off for 60. I should have just played the points. I just I knew that Jokic was going to be on a mission, as he's going to be the rest of the season. He wants that MVP, and so does LeBron. Um, I'm going to continue to go with the LeBron overs, though, man. I know yesterday we were talking about Kyle Kuzma. I will never trust him ever again. In fact, I think everybody was right on the, on the Harrell overs. That may be the guy that uh, – ends up you know eating while anthony davis is out here the next two three weeks okay so obviously we like uh, a few different plays on the Knicks magic atlanta boston the celtics are on a back-to-back and this number's coming down this morning it's down to the seas favored by three it was four and a half just a little bit ago the total at 224 and a half anything you like here so, you know what? I was thinking Boston, but um, with that total coming down a little bit or the with the side coming down a little bit, that scares me yeah. off a little bit. You know what I like, if you could find it, is uh, John Collins over 17 and a half points against Boston. He's hit this over in four of his last five games now. Uh, he's going to go against Boston tonight, who struggles to guard bigs. Like we just saw Jokic drop 40 plus on them. He had 29 in the first half against Boston. Now, Collins probably isn't going to go off for 40. 
but he has scored 20 plus points in his past two games against the Celtics. I think he does again tonight. I think he goes off for at least 20. So I like John Collins over anything up to 18. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I don't really have a, a lot on this one. And with so many different betting opportunities tonight, we just keep it moving. How about Houston and Philadelphia? Philly is favored by 10 and a half, a total of 227. Rockets have lost six in a row. There have been some close games, but it looks like they're going to miss a bunch of guys. Oladipo, Gordon, maybe Wood. Not sure if Embiid's going to be out there on the court for the Sixers. It's time for BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski, breaking down all the betting angles you need to put money in your wallet. A chance for the Nets to take the lead. James Harden for three. Oh, he's got it. James Harden with a big three-pointer. Brooklyn, for the first time tonight, is on top. On the BetQL Audio Network. Good on you if you jumped in on the Brooklyn Nets live as high as 20-1 to in the third quarter last night. But I got to be honest, it's always easy when you have the results in hand. Like At no point did I think, okay, the Nets are going to bounce back here on a back-to-back without Kyrie, without Durant, and it's just Harden all by himself, and they're going to be led by the second team there with a third-quarter push there. I I never thought the Brooklyn Nets uh, were going to have a comeback, but uh, that's exactly what happened last night. Can't predict uh, the association, which makes this uh, racket so damn difficult. Joe Ostrowski, Ryan Horvath, this is BetQL Daily at BetQL Daily on Twitter. Weekdays, 10 a.m. to 1 Eastern, 8 to 11 a.m. Mountain on 1430 in Denver. Always live, radio.com app. Subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on Twitter at BetQL Daily. Uh, Ryan Horvat, let's uh, pick up where we left off because we've got 10 games that we need to finish going through in the NBA this evening. Started talking about Houston Philly, and the line is 10 and a half, 10 and a half, and the total it's up to 227. So it's been climbing a little bit this morning. Now, uh, Houston, terrible against the spread. They've been an under team. I don't even know if you really even look at that stuff mm-hmm. because um, they lost six in a row. But you have to look at the injury report. Like First off, on the Philly side, is Embiid going to play? Right. I don't know. Ben Simmons coming off his 42-point performance. But Oladipo's doubtful. Eric Gordon's doubtful. Uh, there's been no update on Christian Wood. I think he's likely out for the game. Uh, I... I'm not back in Houston, even though it's a hefty number at 10 and a half because they've been blown out a whole bunch during this 11 game losing streak here. I'm looking at the John Wall props and do we have any opportunities there? And then the points are up at 25 and a half. Boy, is that inflated? The books are not stupid, but I I do find the seven and a half assists pretty enticing, even though there is a, a chance of a blowout here. Yeah, you know what I'm really looking at is uh, the Philadelphia side. Now, I haven't seen this posted yet on points bet, but it's been right at 15 and a half, and that's Ben Simmons' points. Now, I was thinking originally mm. maybe the points, rebounds, and assists, but even if Embiid's back tonight, 15 and a half is where the number's been. I think it stays there. Uh, he's coming off, obviously, he had 40 points, but he's also went over 16 points in four of his last five games. The Rockets, they don't have an answer for anybody on the perimeter defensively. It's I think still 15 and a half elsewhere. 15 and a half still? Yeah, yep. that's that's where I'm going tonight. I think Ben Simmons finishes with 17, 18 points minimum tonight, even if Embiid's back on the floor. Uh, what I tried to do last game, Joe, was target Tobias Harris, and I should have went after the scoring, but instead 
what I figured with Shake Milton. He's out right now with an ankle injury. Uh, I didn't have the Embiid information, or I probably would have went with the points on Tobias Harris. But I figured with Shake Milton out, he was going to be more of a facilitator because they don't really have a true point guard. I mean, it's Ben Simmons, but you know, you see Ben Simmons posting up a lot. So I went with the assists. He had two assists and I had it over two and a half going into the third quarter. Did not pick up another one the rest of the night. So I'm out on Tobias Harris in on Ben Simmons scoring the basketball. If I could get that 15 and a half, um, which it looks like I can right now, that's where I'm going in this game. I think he's going to look to score, even if Embiid's back on the floor. As far as the side or even the total, I'm not playing this until I know for sure Embiid is going to be on the floor because obviously that makes a huge difference. There's a guy that's a top four uh, contender for the MVP right now in the league. Okay, like the the reports that we've had so far, remember the other night it was a late scratch against the Utah Jazz uh, with a back. If I'm the Sixers, I have no interest in playing him tonight with Oladipo, Wood, Gordon, all likely out of this game. Your double-digit favorites. I don't see what the point is unless the back thing was just made up and uh, they really want him to, to make sure that he stays in the MVP race right now. Right. And see, that's the thing is like, because the league is going to be cracking down a little bit on the load management. And so with Embiid, you just never really know. You never know. I mean, you'll see the back injury flare up with a big man. Anything with a back or a foot issue is where I stay away then from a couple games. But um, I think he's fine. I don't know that, but I'm with you. I don't know that I'm going to rush him back on the floor tonight. So I think I'm going to stay away from this. And if anything, just play the Ben Simmons props. I do like the, now the John Wall. The scoring, the points right there. What did you say that was at 25 and a half? It feels too high. I mean, he's been getting there lately, but it's just it's just too much. That's why I was looking at seven and a half assists. Yeah, the assist, the the assist is where I would go. I do like that number, especially seven. Okay. Uh, Let's keep it moving. Now, yesterday during the show, we found out that the Bulls game was postponed, but then the NBA said, oh, no, 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 Bulls, no off day for you. You're not going to have to wait until Friday. You are going to play. You're just going to make up a different game, and they're doing that against Detroit tonight. Bulls, three-point home favorites, a total of 220. This number has been coming down this morning. A couple hours ago, uh, it was at five. Now we're down to three. Bulls, fast-paced team, Pistons, not so much. Blake Griffin continue to be sidelined. They're waiting to see if they can uh, pull off a trade. Levine, six in the NBA in scoring. Jeremy Grant, 23 points per game for the Pistons. He is the favorite right now to be the most improved player in the league. So we flip roles, right? We flip roles. The Bulls are the favorite. What do you think, Horvat? I feel like this is a trap right here because I obviously love the Bulls. Why is this only three? I love the Bulls. Should I just go money line against this Detroit? It was five. I mean, people are obviously jumping on Detroit early on. Yeah, in Detroit, you know what the thing about the Pistons this year is they play good teams really well, but against the bad teams, they're they're a disaster. Um, I kind of like the side. I kind of like the Chicago Bulls in this game. Another thing I've been playing is uh, Zach's rebounds. If you could get that around five and a half, that's went over, I think, in like seven of the last eight games, something like that. I've been going back and forth with that. This one, it's, it's probably just the side for me. I, I probably will take the Bulls in this game, and that's about it with this Detroit team. I have no idea what their motivation is. Obviously, we're not going to see Blake Griffin until they could find a trade partner. I don't know what they're playing for right now. Um, I do feel like this is a trap. Like you said, this is at five. Now it's down to three. Again, Detroit plays good teams well, but wh- why is this number coming down? Is it because this is a game that wasn't even originally on the schedule? 
I there were some books that didn't even have it listed this morning I mean, because right. they just they just threw it up there. I don't even see any props anywhere. So, but I don't think that's going to impact the players too much because they're like like we were talking yesterday. It's they're not practicing much. They don't have a ton of film review. Okay, we find out we have a different opponent in twenty four hours. That's fine. We just wrapped up our overtime uh, victory against Indiana the other night. Like I don't think much changes here as far as far as the teams. Maybe it's tougher on the Pistons. Okay, last minute you're traveling to Chicago. Maybe, but yeah. it's so it's so close. I don't really think it's a big deal. And I was just you know looking at the injury report. You know I could see maybe if Zach Levine's not going to play in this game or if somebody's going to be out. But you got an eight and nineteen Pistons team, and, and now the Bulls aren't a great team. I mean they're eleven and fifteen this season. I just feel like for people like us, Joe, that have been watching this Bulls team now for the last decade during the mm -hmm. uh, Garland and John Paxson era. It's like maybe I'm overhyping the Bulls. Like the Bulls and the Knicks, though, I continue to go back to them every single night. They've been profitable for me. Um, but I feel like this one may be a trap. I don't care. It's Bulls, it's Bulls boss for me, man. I'm going with the Bulls in this game. Okay. Um, yeah. We, we have no props, uh, no prop yeah, numbers. No. These no. two teams have not played this year. I don't I don't know. I don't have much on this one yeah. right now. I, I will take a look at Denzel Valentine. He's been shooting so much from beyond the arc uh, coming three? off the bench for threes i'll i'll take a look at his number uh see what that is even if if the bulls are able to pull away in this one against the poor pistons club yeah. he should still get some time on the court indiana going up against minnesota let's uh take a look at the the updated number since these are moving so much every single morning here pacers yeah. favored by 5 a total of 225 and a half so the total coming down a little bit this morning uh minnesota they're uh top six in pace but as far as offensive efficiency they are bottom three they are on a back-to-back -back. you know cat it seems like he's out there on a regular basis now we'll see how he responds so bonus is the big threat on the pacer side but our, our very own rick camp pointed this one out to me uh horvat to take a look at Justin Holiday because it's the time on the court. And if you look at his PRA, which is set at 17 and a half, he's consistently been going over that number. Yeah, you know what? That's a play that I haven't been giving out, but I've been playing it every night, which I can't take credit for. But yeah, uh, texting back and forth with Camp, that's one that he likes. And they haven't adjusted. I had that the other night. I really like that. You know, Sabonis, I was going over on the rebounds. They've adjusted a little bit on that number. Uh, and then Malcolm Brogdon, I was playing some Brogdon unders. He was really struggling to shoot the basketball. But um, recently, especially, you know, especially since Oladipo got moved, uh, I've been actually going a little bit over on those, on those PRAs, because he has the ball in his hands so much, like 90% uh -huh. of the so if anything, I would look to maybe play a Malcolm Brogdon over. I don't love anything in in this game. If yeah. anything, yeah, Holiday would probably be the play for me uh, as well. Again, there's a lot of unknown off the back to back in this one. Um, you know, I'd probably lean Minnesota plus five at home. To be quite honest, I mean they were bad there for a while, and obviously D'Angelo Russell is going to miss some time, but they do have Carl Anthony Towns back, and he's you know when you come off of the COVID list, like a lot of these guys. They're in shape still, 
um, you're able to get in like, I don't really know what you're able to do when you have COVID-19, but they're probably getting some work in at their houses and whatnot. But it takes a week or two really to adjust to getting back into basketball shape because it's obviously a lot different being in shape than being in basketball shape and running full court up and down, making those trips down the floor. You obviously get a little bit of gas. So I expect Minnesota to play some better basketball here uh, in the next couple of weeks. If anything, I think I like this number plus five against Indiana. COVID-19. It's 2021, man. We're, we're, we're knocking on March. <laughs> depressing I, thought. I the day, like when we were talking about the Bucks, what's wrong with the Bucks? I said, like, yeah. everybody continues to say, well, when Giannis develops this jumper, and I said, like, Giannis developing this jumper has become wait till COVID's over. You know, <laughs> what the first thing you're going to do when COVID's over? I can't wait to go back to concerts and games. Yeah. I just feel like, is this ever going to happen? Uh, Ostrowski and Horvat, this is BetQL Daily on the BetQL Audio Network. How about Denver, Washington here? Nuggets on a back-to-back. Jokic goes off, but they still end up losing to Boston last night, scoring 43 points. Denver favored by three and a half, a total of 234. Jokic this year averaging 27, 11, and 9. The man has been phenomenal. And, and you know what here? Uh, the Nuggets, they just keep going over. They keep going over the points, over the total, I should say. They are 19 and 8 to the over that is uh, 70% of the time, number two in the NBA, to the over. Uh, Beal, you know, always take a look at Beal and Westbrook, their props there. I- am I crazy for looking at the Nuggets, which which looks like a short number here as three-and-a-half-point favorites, and it feels like the market is overreacting to Washington? We had the report yesterday. There's a $10,000 wager on the Wizards to win the title at 500-1. to one. That would win you $5 million. There's no way that's happening. I don't think there's any way there's a run where you can hedge here. But it it feels like we're, we're starting to hear uh, way too many people like say maybe, maybe Washington's turning the corner. They can't play any defense. Right. Right. No, I, I didn't. I saw that as well on Twitter. Why would you waste your money? That's just literally throwing money away. Yeah. Like, I know. that much money. I'll take that bet. I don't get it. I mean, obviously, Washington's been playing a little bit better. They're getting a little bit healthier with Westbrook and Beal being able to be on the floor at the same time. I guess that helps. Um, But, no, I'm not buying into Washington at all. I'm with you. I like this spot for Portland tonight, and I was looking at this as well. Denver. I'm sorry, for uh, Denver. Um, But what I don't understand, Joe, is 63%. Well, it's right there. It's sitting at three and a half. Okay. So it's not moving around a whole lot. I just, I see a lot of money coming in on Denver. That kind of scares me a little bit, but I do think that they bounce back tonight. So if I'm playing the side, I really like the nuggets. What are, what are your thoughts on Bradley Beal? You know, as, as we look at these props, it's 29 and a half and you even find it juiced at some places like minus 120. Scoring 33 a game. 33 a game, and he's went yeah. over 30 in six of his last nine. In the last two games that he's played in, he scored 72 points. And if you look at Denver right now, they're beat up. Uh, they're without a multiple rota- uh, rotational players. I think Bradley Beal is going to have a big night. I know that that's a big number. Does that scare you off a little bit, 30 and a half for a guy like Bradley Beal? Yeah, when the numbers get that high, I do get a little scared off. Um, I maybe maybe the the number has not moved at all and well hey we could be on the wrong side here because 
we don't have a large sample size of the Nuggets on back-to-back. So are they going to sit guys after that loss to Boston last night? Really not sure. Nuggets, number six, offensive efficiency. Washington, number 26, defensive efficiency. But as long as they have their horses, I, I do like the Nuggets minus three and a half. That's right. Yeah, I think if, I, if I'm, it's either Nuggets or Boston. And then I may take that Beal over 29 and a half points. I think he goes off for 30 plus. It's a high number, but I could see it happening. Uh, Portland, New Orleans, uh, the Pelicans, big win last night. They are favored by three. Both of these teams coming off a back-to-back. Uh, so New Orleans, favored by three, number 237. Anything that uh, you like in this matchup? Yeah, I jumped on this one right away. That's why I jumped the gun and said Portland. I really like Portland plus three tonight on the road at New Orleans. They've won five games Pretty in a good. row. They're good on the road, and they're good as dogs. We can talk about that a little bit later on. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat on the BetQL Audio Network. Thanks for hanging out with us. We are here Monday through Friday, weekdays 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern, 8 to 11 a.m. Mountain Time on 1430 in Denver. Also, always live on the Radio.com app. Easiest thing to do. Subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an interview episode, hot segment that you want to check out. Joe Ostrowski, Ryan Horvat here. Uh, Horvat, I'm so damn disappointed that the NBA Jam system is collecting dust. So now it convinced me that it's the right move to pass, and I'm probably never going to get it. Well, it's maybe I'll do dust. It's just I'm not you playing. Literally, what you said. Well, I'm playing it by myself. You have to remember, like maybe one yeah. day we get out of this pandemic situation, and I find some actual friends to come over and play with me. Your son's son not interested. Well, he was like the first couple of weeks, but he's seven years old. Since then, I mean, there was yeah. a new Mario game that we bought for the Nintendo Switch on Friday that he's playing right now. And there's Animal Crossings and he's got an iPad. Yeah, so yeah. That's the problem, man. It's like when we were kids, you know, you left your house at what? 8 a.m., 9 a.m. during the summer and you didnn't go back inside until it was time for dinner. It was 6, 630. My day. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I used to walk to school barefoot in the snow. These kids though, they got too many options now. There's way there's virtual reality. There's a there's a headset. What is that thing called? The Oculus? Have you seen I, that? No, not that one. Don't tell me about it because I might my son's gonna want it. Not that don't let him yeah. find out. My my son wants it. Luckily, like the age, I think you have to be like 13 or 14 years old, but um they advertise it all the time. It was really big when the NBA was in the bubble. Like it was all their advertising was for the Oculus. And I guess you could put this headset on and you could be courtside of the game, even. So maybe who knows? Maybe they'll end up buying it. Yeah, I mean that that happens with kids now. Like something's right. cool for right now. It's been for a while now, but my son's still into Roblox, the video yeah. on on the computer and the iPad or whatever. That's been going yeah. on a while, but usually it's the new thing that's around. Obsessed for a few weeks, then it's on to the next one. Uh, Jay Kassan, our board op says, don't hate on Animal Crossing. My son's not into Animal Crossing, but my daughter does like Animal Crossing. Just do it once in a while. Uh, What's your team on NBA Jam? Because when I would make the trek over to 7-Eleven, which was the only way that I was able to play NBA Jam when I was a kid, I was always uh, using the Magic with Shaq. Yeah, I was a big fan of the Magic. Shaq Um, Diesel. I was a big fan. Not a big fan, but I used to play with the original bad boys, the Isaiah and Lambeer. Get out of here with that trash. I liked that duo, even though I hated it. Team. the worst and then um tim hardaway and chris mullen that, that was a fun team to use man there are so many yes yeah yeah well, it depended what roster like obviously when you had sean kemp gary payton i really like that duo it's it's crazy like now with the new nba jam they have the newer duos but it's just not the same like the original nba jam is the only way to go 
And of course, with the Bulls, you didn't have MJ. It's terrible. In every video game, even like NBA yeah. Lives, I remember NBA Live 99 I had, and it was like player number, and, and you couldn't even use number 23. It was like player 99, and he'd be a 95 overall <laughs> in the game. It didn't really make any sense, but that's that's how it well, went. Well, we all know why now. We all, It all makes a lot of sense now. Get every dollar you can. Exactly. Nobody's going to hate MJ for that one. Joe Ostrowski, Ryan Horvat. This is BetQL Daily on the BetQL Audio Network. Dude, there are way too many NBA games. Like it takes us way too long to go through these games, but it sounds like uh, the direction we've got and uh, people enjoy that, giving people different options, uh, ways to bet the game. So we've gone through seven of 10. We left off with Portland, New Orleans. Uh, we were heading to break, so kind of cut off there. What was you, you said you like Portland getting the points, correct? Props are not up yet, but I'm going to take a look at, at what the numbers are for Portland Trailblazers to make threes because. Yeah. They make the second most in the NBA, 16.3, and the Pels give up the most in the NBA, 16 a game. So I, I'm going to see if there are any enticing numbers uh, with those props once they're posted. Absolutely. Three-pointers, and then I know it'll be heavily juiced, and I know the number will probably go up with the injury, obviously, right now with CJ being out and Nurkic being out. But Damian Lillard, since those two guys have been injured, the last 13 games, I mean, he's been a legit MVP candidate. He's putting up 31 points per game, eight assists per game still, and then four rebounds. He's doing it on 46% shooting, 39% shooting from the three-point line, and 92% shooting from the free-throw line. So I've been really high on Damian Lillard, um, who, you know, preseason I was all in on the MVP hype for him and Luka. Uh, but since these injuries, he's really, really been taken off. And I like Portland tonight. I mean, they, again, they've won five games in a row, Joe. They're great as underdogs, and they're really good on the road as well. They're 4-0 against the spread, and they're 4-4 as a dog. Um, they are 5-1 and against the spread in their last six on the road. And if you look at the Pelicans, like 1-4 against the spread. I like the Pelicans when I could get value on the Pelicans as underdogs, but as favorites – when they're favored, they're one and four against the spread in their last five. And it's a team that I just don't trust because, like you said, they give up a lot of threes. They turn the basketball over a lot. And, um, you know, they're 20th in the NBA, shooting just 35% from three-point land. So you never know what you're going to get with New Orleans. Last night I loved them. Tonight I really like Portland um, in this spot. And I'm seeing a lot of money coming in on New Orleans. And this opened up at three and a half. Now I could get a three still with Portland. I like the Blazers tonight. Uh, the Lillard number is at 30 and a half. I'm just looking also what he's done from beyond the arc right now because you know he's going to be firing over at points bet right now. They they did post the threes actually. Um, over four and a half is plus money at plus 115 right now. Uh, yeah. let's see. Uh, last game against OKC, 14 attempts, yeah. <laughs> five for 14 against yeah. Dallas. He was five for 11. Uh, Cleveland 0 for six. Philly, 4 for 11. He's he's going to take his shots, man. I don't know that he's going to hit five of them, but he's going to take his shots. And, and the Pels can't wait to give you to, to allow you uh, to take three from them. Yeah, for sure. What are your thoughts right now on Zion? Because I've been, you know, in love with his overs, but 25 and a half now. Now, under 25 and a half tonight for Zion would be minus 128. So that's juice the under. The over minus 105, I'm with you. I think that that's a pass. That's way too many points. 26 points? No, no, thank you. Uh, do you think they're going to dial it back at all on a back-to-back -back with him? I do think so. 
That, that's yeah. what I worry about with Zion is the minutes yeah. restrictions, especially on the back-to-back. Now he's playing more minutes. Like they've been a little bit more loose with him. I mean, like, especially like his rookie year. I, I, I never thought that we were going to see this guy in the fourth quarter of a game in the league. I never thought we were yeah. going to see him play over 30 minutes. Um, he's been really damn good, and, and he's in good shape right now. But still, I do think they dial it back a little bit. If anything, I might go back to Brandon Ingram. I was with you on that one last night. Mm, got hooked. Yeah. Yep. Uh, let, let's fly through these last three here. This is a yep. game I don't have much on. Uh, both of those, Portland and New Orleans, both on back-to-back. OKC, Memphis, both teams uh, finishing up a back-to-back here. Grizzlies are favored by seven, total of 225. Anything interests you? SGA looks like he'll be out again. SGA, since he's been out, I've really, um, man, that's that's the tough thing is going into this game tonight because last night I really liked Al Horford uh, uh, over the 17 and a half points, a number that he's consistently hit, especially since SGA has been out. Um, he's been going over 18 points every single night. And then last night he had 12 going into the fourth quarter. And for some reason, they didn't play him a whole lot last night. Like he was on the bench in crunch time. Um, didn't get the shot attempts that I wanted. I'm staying away from this. I just, I don't know what to expect. from Agreed. And again, I was on OKC last night. They're down 20. They're down big. They make a comeback. looks like they're going to cover the spread. And then they ultimately fall by 10 points. I'm staying away from that one on a back-to-back tonight. Agree hundred percent. How about Miami golden state late tonight? Uh, the number is, Oh, did our favorite flip here? looks like it may have a uh, golden state is now a one and a half point favorite. Total yeah. of 223. So the Warriors are home favorites, a point and a half. Steph, number two in the NBA in scoring. Uh, y- you know where I'm going with this one, man. W- what is most appealing to me is the player prop market because it's a matchup that ha- each of them ha- has a team of guys that we have been riding as of late. Uh, Draymond Green on the Warriors side, and the numbers are. They went to nine and a half, Horvat. Remember, they've yeah. been steady at seven and a half, eight and a half, kept go, keeps going over. We said yeah. they're going to raise it. They raised it to nine and a half, uh, six and a half rebounds for Draymond. And on the other side, you've got Jimmy Butler. I mean, the man it has been a triple double threat ever since he returned every single timeout. Uh, rebounds and assists has done well. Uh, last check, that was at 15 and a half. 15 and a half for Jimmy Butler still. I do really like that over. I figured they were going to adjust with Draymond. So nine and a half is what we're getting on the assists. I still really like the rebounds. Now, can you get the rebounds and assists? I'm trying to pull that up right now. And I yes. can't find Can I still get the 15 and a half though? Or is that at 17 now? Which player are you talking about? Oh, for Draymond. I'm sorry. Uh, Draymond, let, let me pull that no, back up. up. I'm looking for anything around 17 and a half. I think that that's going to be my cutoff point for Draymond because I like to play the rebounds and the assists. I know you've been on the assist a lot. I just, I've been getting nervous with that number going up a little bit that there's going to be a game where he's only going to finish with seven assists. And then I'm going to look at the box score and I'm going to see he finished with 11 boards in that game. Now the scoring, like yeah. that was the thing, like with Draymond, if they are going to start to adjust, will you look at the PRA, the points, rebounds and assists? Cause the problem with Draymond, man, Maybe. I brought up that, that total, they set it so low. I mean, he's averaging six a game. And that's where it was in the beginning of the season. So every single night, especially when, you know, Clay Thompson obviously was going to be out for the year, uh, I was playing Draymond overs and points. And there would be so many nights where he'd have five after the first quarter, and then he wouldn't even take a shot until the fourth quarter. That's the problem. And Andrew Wiggins has been playing better. Uh, He's been taking more of the scoring load. Obviously, look at what Steph Curry's doing right now. There's going to be games where Steph Curry's going to put up 40 shots in a game. So that's the only thing that scares me off a little bit is the PRA. 
Um, if I could get that even around 17 and a half, I still like the rebounds and assists because Draymond's went over 17 rebounds and assists in seven of his last eight games. So I still would like that number. He's went over 10 assists, Joe, in six of his last seven. Okay. Uh, right now, I just see the assists, but you okay. know, later in the day, that's going to be available. Yeah. Uh, how about a Draymond double double? Any interest there? The, the question is, is he going to get there with points? But yes, is plus 285. Plus 285, I do like. I think it would probably be the rebounds and the assists. So he doesn't it, do it a ton, but yeah. Is nine and a half, is that going to be your cutoff? Is that going to scare you off the assists, or are you still going to continue to go back? Okay, should it cut? Should it scare us off? Because if you look at the game log in recent games, uh, assists for Draymond, 16, 8, 11, 11, 10, 15, 15. Like, yeah. he's, he's been crushing it, even at nine and a half. No, I don't think we should be scared off. Six of the last seven games, again, he's went over 10 assists. So it should no, be I, a close game, too. Funny thing, man, I was scared off the Harden assist last night with no Kevin Durant, with no Kyrie Irving, and he had 11 assists where who was his go-to guy? Joe Harris last night? You know what I mean? Um, so, no, I don't I don't think we should be scared off on, on either of these right now, especially with Draymond. Uh, points, rebounds, and assists. If you go there for Draymond, it's at 22.5, and, and Jimmy Butler, 37.5. For Jimmy, I like it. For Draymond, I can take the points. 22, right. 